0: Hey guys, welcome to Beyond Sunday, where we take you inside the culture of Vox Church. Today, we have an awesome episode where we get to sit down with Nancy Silva. Now, Nancy is the Central Prayer Director, so welcome, Nancy, to our podcast.
1: Thanks, Kurt. It's great to be here.
0: Yeah, well, we really appreciate having you out here. We're going to dive a little bit into prayer, but first I want to talk a little bit about you. So when did you start at Vox Church?
1: Well, funny you should ask that. I'm coming up on my fifth anniversary oh, working for Vox. Okay. Um, I have to say I'm living the dream. Absolutely <laughs> love it. I left a, a position as a fifth grade teacher, mm-hmm. and um, I love it.
0: So you were a teacher prior to coming yes. coming to Vox. Yeah,
1: I taught fifth grade after raising a family and yeah. being being married to Joe Silva. For yeah, almost 32 years now. Yeah,
0: awesome. I came on staff, and you actually have a couple kids that are.
1: I sure do. Yeah.
0: So tell me a little bit about your family.
1: So our our oldest is Joey. He's our creative director married to the lovely Chrissy. Yeah. Um, Our middle daughter is Megan, Mm -hmm. who right now is a grad student at uh, Southern. Getting married in a little over two weeks. And our youngest, Katie, is married to the Dashing Will, and they live in Nebraska right now. So we're very fortunate. We have a not perfect, but really fun, great family.
0: It's absolutely amazing to hear you describe your, your kids. You have a, an awesome adjective for every single one of them. I hope when someone <laughs> asks my mom that question, that she says something along those I'm lines. I'm sure she's got great yeah. adjectives for you, Kurt. <laughs> that's, that's too good. So being the uh, central prayer director at Vox, was that the role that you started with? Or or did you start somewhere else and then it kind of developed into that role?
1: I actually started um, working alongside Justin, mm-hmm. assisting him. And that, that remains to be a, about 60% of my job, honestly. And it's it's wonderful. It's an honor. It's a privilege. He's um, he's the real deal. And I have to say, keeps me on my toes and it keeps me young. Yeah. Um, I wear some other hats. I'm involved in our Women's Leadership Council. I do some pastoral care for our staff. But one of the hats I do wear is this idea of central prayer director, which I guess we're going to talk about today. And I have to say I love it. Yeah. It's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, so being the central prayer director, you obviously have you know some sort of grasp on the life of prayer. And as we get later into the episode, we're going to dive in it. But you know, what exactly for some of our listeners, how would you describe prayer? What would prayer if someone would ask you, "Hey, give me one sentence. What is prayer?" Gosh, that's a great question.
1: Kurt. Prayer. Oh, there's been volumes written. Mm-hmm. I've never written any of them. I've read a lot of them. Yeah. So we would need a lot more than probably twenty minutes. <laughs> I would say communication with our Father. Yeah. Um, Joe and I, we've been married about 32 years now. I've been walking with Jesus for about 34-ish, and um, ish, give or take some months. And we've been fortunate, like since the beginning of our journey, I was reflecting on this prior to, to sitting down with you, to be surrounded by community and, and church and friends who had a strong emphasis on faith and prayer. Mm-hmm. So really it became um, the life breath for us Uh you're a dad, right? You're yeah. a husband and a dad. So yeah, you know, I, I
0: am. I have two little kids. You know, being yeah.
1: married, uh, trying to figure out how to raise kids, mm-hmm. how to live this life, whether it's a job or ministry, it's yeah. prayer. It's it's everything is beyond us, but that communication with God is really um, utmost importance.
0: Yeah, and so as the central director, the prayer director, I'd love to hear a little bit about your life and how prayer has impacted you. Um, in your in your current role, it doesn't necessarily have to be at the church. But how has prayer shaped your life to where you are today? Mm-hmm. Because you know, going in in all. I'll do a little. Let me give a little bit of background on how I feel about you. When I walk in, <laughs> no, no, no. And when I walk in and I see you at the office, you are, you know, you're, a, you're a light in the office. Mm-hmm. Every time we your walk kind. in, no, it, I mean it, it's true. And if anyone knows you, they would say the same thing. When you walk in and they see your face, you're always, you know, the first one to say hello. You're always so, you know, happy and glad to see whoever it is. It, it could be anyone. You're like, oh, it's so good to see you, you know. And it's such a light for for all of us who walk mm-hmm. into that office. And I'm sure it is for everyone else in your life but in your life how has prayer impacted you to being the person that you are today
1: first of all there were no bribes involved in that <laughs> intro, <laughs> no that was, that was that was that
0: was absolutely <laughs> i truthful. didn't give him 20 bucks no. before this
1: started um <laughs> Early in our marriage, Joe, Joe and I went overseas and mm-hmm. worked with a church planting group there, and found out really quickly we had no idea what we were doing, to yeah. be perfectly honest. And and
0: so, lot, y- so you were planting a church yeah, overseas, overseas in okay. England, yeah. Okay.
1: Um. So not necessarily the mission field, I guess it was, but yeah. it was a, an English speaking country, and it was tough. We mm-hmm. were young, newly married. Um. So, turning to God constantly in prayer, yeah. um, was just it was vital. It was crucial. It's what kept us together. Mm -hmm. It's what kept us not going crazy. It's what kept us in England, Mm -hmm. um, to keep our hand to the work. And then when we started having children there, um, you know, no kids are perfect. Yeah. Just praying through, praying when they're sick, praying when they're well. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's just learning to lean on this communication with God where we're, we're not only pouring out our heart, but we're hearing his voice. Yeah. Um, like stabilizing and and keeping you sound and centered.
0: And so when you were in England, what brought you back to the United States?
1: To be cheesy, Jesus. Honestly, we never thought we'd come back this way. And Joe and I both, in our own prayer time with God, Mm -hmm. sensed a a call to come back to New England. We really felt like God was going to do something in New England. We wanted to be part of it. And we came to each other like after a month and shared it. And we both got the same thing. So we packed our kids up and our eight suitcases and landed in Newark, New Jersey
0: with
1: two kids and eight suitcases. (laughs) Wow.
0: It's, you want to know what's kind of crazy is I've interviewed a bunch of different people and I've had conversations and every single person, uh, who I've sat down with all had that same inclination. They've all been, I feel a calling to come back to new England. Mm -hmm. I feel, I mean, something is happening in new England that, is transforming people's lives. I mean, bringing you back, literally, from a different country to come back to New England. I mean, story after story, you hear it, it's just so amazing that you, I mean, this is our home. We grew up here, Mm -hmm. and you know, I've been in New England and Connecticut for my entire life, but to see things transform, to see my friends yeah. transform, I mean, it's, it's, it's happening. Yeah. I mean, it, it, when, when you had that vision of coming back, could you ever think something like this was going to happen? No.
1: I mean, we hoped, and this was 23 years ago. Yeah. And you know, I can remember Joe and I like praying over maps of New England and, and not seeing it, not mm-hmm. seeing it at all because New England's tough. Yeah. Um, but that's why I can, I say it and it sounds funny and cheesy, but I'm li- we're living the dream right now. Yeah. To be able to be part of what God is doing, it blows my mind, Kurt. Yeah. It really does. It's isn't that, awesome. Isn't
0: that funny how it works? You, know, you were praying over maps yeah, of New crazy. England. And this was 23 years ago. You said you yeah. moved back. You were praying over maps. And... You're Not knowing, and sometimes I feel, and and we can get into this a little bit, but sometimes I feel like we pray, and, and we don't necessarily have yeah. an end game of our prayer. Yeah. And to look back twenty three years ago, when you were literally sitting there, I'm, you know, I don't know, but I'm sure you just had your hand over yep. New England, saying, you know, God, do do what you want. And fast forward to today, it's yeah. like, wow, our prayers that long ago are are in effect yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, what, what does that yeah. feel like?
1: I mean, if you know my husband at all, this was his idea. Let's get the map out. We stood on it. I thought he was nuts. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's just, it's amazing. I mean, I, I, we sit through our staff meetings and we hear what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll visit a campus and I'll see what's happening. I'll talk to individuals. I just left a meeting with someone and, and I, I, it's, it's hard to not weep because mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's joyous. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. We're living in the dream. Yeah. It's not it's all, not all easy all the time but it's yeah. 100% worth it and glorious.
0: So, let's dive in a little bit about prayer in yeah. general. Yeah. You know, we pray and we sometimes we have a tendency to, you know, pray for this. We have very specific prayers. You know, we pray for healing, we pray for, you know, guidance, we pray for all sorts of things. When when you pray how do you manage your prayer time so that it's directional and you know it's meaningful and you don't kind of just get lost on a, on a tangent right. i mean you can you can spend hours praying you know for this and praying for that praying for our country praying for this praying for other countries I mean how do you limit yourself not necessarily limit but how do you structure your prayer life to you know hit all the things that you want to hit and I mean because honestly you can go on forever
1: you can yeah and that's a great question I guess being part of the prayer team the you know central director whatever you want to call me Mm -hmm. I've had to put language around it and we've had to put structure around it as we as we are seeing people come to Christ and and wanting to teach prayer, model prayer. And honestly, mm-hmm. we, we often say prayer is caught. It's not taught. Yeah. Um, I know at Vox, we put a big emphasis, and this is personal, on, on a personal prayer life. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see it in Matthew 6. It's that secret place with God. You know, we talk a lot about daily time with God. Right? Mm-hmm. If you've been around Vox for 20 minutes, you hear about yeah. daily time nope. with God, your hour with God. And honestly, that daily time with God is where we you dive into personal prayer. Um, we've put some language again. Prayer is. I, I'm scratching the surface. Yeah. in This age. Yeah. Um, I've found some language mm-hmm. for some expressions, and there's three ways that I like to say it. To, especially the new newer people come to the church. First, there's there's an upward prayer. There's there's worship. There's. Um, when you take that time with God and you sing psalms or you sing songs and you just pour out your heart of worship that's prayer mm-hmm. that's adoration that's telling God how grateful and how much you love him that's upward then there's inward and this is this is where you find kind of that lane of prayer when you're spending time in scripture we have needs we have felt needs um, and I, again, I was thinking about this and I'm like, Lord, help me, give me an example. And a couple of days ago, for some reason, I found myself in the book of the Lamentations in the Old <laughs> Testament. Uh, not common, but yeah. a real common verse yeah. that I'm going to paraphrase. And, and the writer says, um, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. Mm -hmm. Like his mercies never come to an end. Mm -hmm. They're new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Therefore, I'll have hope. And honestly, Kurt, during that time with God, I was struggling with some felt needs in my family. And I found myself taking that verse and turning it into a prayer, turning it into a declaration like, great is your love, Lord, your steadfast love, your mercies, I receive your mercies. Mm -hmm. And I have hope. So like upward prayer worshiping, inward praying for myself and then daily, I like to hit outward prayer. Yeah, We're surrounded by a broken world. We're surrounded mm-hmm. by family members who have needs. Mm-hmm. So to, take, to structure your prayer time where you worship, where you pray for your own needs, you receive both spiritual blessings yep. and physical needs met. And then you pray outward. Mm-hmm. You pray for that neighbor who's struggling, who just got divorced. You pray for that family member who's far from God. So that's just three ways that we can kind of like Um, format prayer for lack of a
0: better word. And along those same lines you know a couple books that I've read I've learned that prayer is sometimes about listening too. And you know what I mean, I don't want to put per a percentage on, but how has that impacted your prayer life? I mean, at what point do you just stop talking? Be like, Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just going to open my mind, open my heart for you. I mean, is that something that you practice every day? I mean, I just want to dive a little bit yeah. about, about your prayer sure. life. So, I mean, how often do you take that practice of just listening?
1: So the older I get, the more I realize the little I know. <laughs> and um,
0: What do you mean? You don't know everything? I don't know. Yeah. I used to think
1: I did. Yeah. Um, my kids do, though. My kids know everything. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. Um, honestly, yes. Every single day I'll practice silence, yeah. which is really hard for yeah. a Gabby gal like yeah. myself. Yeah. And it starts. It started with a timer, a five-minute timer, where I'll just sit mm-hmm. and keep pushing the distractions away and, and focus and, and approach God with faith. Yeah. Partner with the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. you know, invite the Holy Spirit in, and listen. And sometimes a verse will come to mind. I'm also a big journaler. I'll, as I'm hearing God's voice, I'll journal. So wow, I, would yeah. like oh, I would have wow. to say like 50-50. I would have to say like 50-50 of, I don't hit it perfect every day. No, it, um, I mean,
0: it's, it's, it's interesting to hear because, you know, sometimes we think about prayer and we think about all right we have to pray for this we have to pray yeah. um, Vox yeah. actually did a campaign a little while ago you know and they gave us guidelines yes. about uh, yeah. about what to pray how to pray and I thought it was great yeah. because you know I started praying for things that I don't normally pray for yeah. you know I don't normally pray for you know the state of Connecticut yes. I yeah. just think you know I just pray for you know the people our leaders and yeah. the people in charge but I don't have a specific prayer for Connecticut and I'm like man this is really breaking things down on a level I'm not used to and yeah. it challenged me to be a little bit different, and um, you know, I thought that was I thought that was pretty pretty cool. Um, as you in in your role, you know, you teach a lot of people how to pray, especially the prayer leaders at at the church. So when people, and I'm just going to use this as an example, I Mm see a ton of people go up for prayer at the end of service, that prayer, all of the people that are praying for people, what is that? What is the purpose of those types of prayers? I mean, can anyone just walk up at the end of service or Mm -hmm. is it specifically designed for new believers? I mean, what are, what are some of the things that you would recommend for some of our listeners if they want to be prayed for? I'm
1: so glad you asked this because this is actually, you know, I'm I'm always asking the Lord, how do we get better? How do we serve more? How do we meet needs more? And this is something very big on my heart right now. Mm-hmm. So we have a prayer team, which let me just shout out to our prayer team. Yeah. Um, so some prayer warriors on that we got team. some yeah. incredible folks. Yeah. We're really picky. We mm-hmm. invite people to come to training. It's mm-hmm. about a three, three and a half hour training. Um, we ask that people are members because mm-hmm. if we're going to ask you to actually Put your hands on somebody or hold hands and pray. Mm-hmm. We want to know you. We want somebody to know you. That's um, that's so interesting. I yeah. I did not know that. Yes, I mean yeah. that's that's interesting. That there's yeah. there's
0: those. Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt. But, no, it's fine. Yeah, that's interesting. And the bigger
1: we get, it's tough to do that. But it's 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 a kind of a guideline or best practice that mm-hmm. we hold to because it's important that we know somebody knows that person that's up there christianese ministering yes yeah. to someone nobody needs to be perfect none mm-hmm. of us are living a perfect life but yeah. we do need to know people so those people up in front have gone through this training and honestly they are like the unsung heroes mm-hmm. um last night we had uh, our first tuesday prayer just to use it as yeah. an example and we have two different formats one is where we we just basically pray for needs we mm-hmm. break into groups we hit specific targets and we are seeing regions change because of this we're seeing favor in cities Mm -hmm. and then we had what we had last night which we called healing and freedom and and we gave a shout out to our prayer teams to come in and the campus I was in we had 25 prayer members who then we worshiped together and then we just basically said if you have a physical need need Mm -hmm. or something in your soul maybe it's an anxiety or a fear um, or a need come on up for prayer and it was just flooded so these prayer team members are trained they're compassionate they're, like I said, the unsung heroes. They're Nobody's applauding for them. Yeah. They come week after week and they pour out their heart to serve and to see God, people meet God. So to answer your question, anybody can come up. Please come up. Yeah. Please take that chance, that opportunity. No need is too small or too big everyone you're always welcome. Yeah. Um so yeah I'm really glad you asked about that. Yeah, no, that's the that area I, I want to grow in.
0: Yeah, it's it's good to know because again every every week I hear our campus pastor say, you know, if you want to come up for prayer, but it's usually followed, you know, by the altar call and if there's any new Christians. Yeah. So I just wanted to, you know, bridge the gap and and see if there's a, you know, a reason that you were supposed to go, but I'm glad that you answered Anybody that. Anyone can go. Can go. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah. So for so all of our listeners out there, if you guys have any, you know, sort of prayer requests or, you know, it, well, just like what you said, it yeah. could be anything. Feel free to go up to these people. That's exactly what they're there for. So, Nancy, thank yeah. you. And come thank, up every week. Come up every yeah, week. After yeah, week. Yeah. You yeah. don't
1: get one a month. You get yeah. as many as you want. <laughs> you
0: could keep going. All of a sudden, yeah. one, this guy, this guy, yeah, this guy. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, you mentioned uh, the first Tuesday prayer. Yeah. So I wanted to talk a little bit of, uh, about that. That's first Tuesday every Every single night um, is, is it at different locations? Yes. We have okay. four
1: locations. Perfect. And honestly, our, um, I talked about the personal prayer. I just want to back up for a second. Mm-hmm. That's one element of our Vox culture. Of prayer. Okay. The second element is this, what we like to call corporate, which was first Tuesday prayer. It's corporate. I like to call it church family prayer. And it's not Silva family. It's church family. Mm -hmm. Like I love my family. I love my extended family, but my church family, I don't know where I'd be without them. So last night it happens first Tuesday of every month, four locations. We're at North Campus. We're uh, down in the Bridgeport, uh, Stanford area in Trumbull, uh, Middletown in the building in Middletown, and up in Hartford in the Windsor office. Mm -hmm. So we meet for prayer and and. We believe in corporate prayer because it's like Matthew 18, where two or more are gathered. There's unity. Like, Jesus is there, and he's eager to answer prayer. Mm-hmm. So every voice is heard. Every voice is important. Um, you don't have to be a prayer expert or, you know, a degree in yeah. prayer to come to it. We just need you to come and love God and want to pray together. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And another good element that I I, I think is it's like we're family-like shoulder to shoulder, Mm -hmm. carrying one another, carrying the needs of a city. So it's really cool. It's a great gathering.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty awesome to hear, hear that you, you say that because again, the Tuesday night prayer, that's what it's designed for. You know, it's designed, you know, for a purpose and, and for a goal. So, with that in mind, have you what give me an example of how you've seen prayers be answered? Yeah. And I know I'm throwing a little bit of a curveball at, at you, but you know, being in the position that you're in, you must hear stories, you must, you know, see miracles yeah. happen. Yeah. I mean, it, it, through prayer, how have you seen lives changed?
1: Yeah. So, I'm so glad you asked that. So, this counts for both Sunday and nights like last night. Mm-hmm. We had a gal there last night who hurt her um, arm lifting weights. Oh, not under your not under your Vision, good. Good, good, um, good. She just overdid it, yeah. and it was hurt. It's been hurting for weeks, so and yeah. I can't do it. We prayed for her, and the pain went, and she was instantly healed. Wow! Now and sometimes it's persistence; yeah. it's not always immediate. Mm-hmm. We've had people come up, and and we've broken addiction over their life, and we've seen them walk away oh, and stay free. You know, within the church, within yeah. community, we've had families come up and confess brokenness and we've prayed with them and we've seen them restored um a guy last night in the bridgeport campus apparently who had chronic back pain and hard to stand up and they prayed for him and, and again instantly healed and straightened up wow so we're, we're god wants to do these things yeah. i'm on this kick right now um kurt i'm tired of praying safe prayers i want to <laughs> pray bold prayers yeah. for people to get healed okay. i want to pray prayers where we need god to yeah. intervene, not force his hand. Yeah. But we need him. Um, it's, so yeah, it's, it's, cool. that's
0: amazing. I mean, so I'm on one side of, you know, Vox. I'm not directly correlated with the prayer team. I'm more on the production side. So the work that we do here, we don't necessarily get to see the direct impact yeah. in people's lives. Yeah. I mean, what a, what it's, it's, it's a responsibility, yeah. but what an amazing position that you're in that you can see lives being directly transformed mm-hmm. through, through your job. I Great. mean, this it's is amazing. this is what you do on a day to day basis. Yeah, you, live live, in dream, exactly, you I mean, you mentioned it a bunch of times, but it, it's absolutely just sit here and listen to you know. And I asked you for one story, you gave me twelve. Yeah. You know, and that's and, and that's the type of impact that these prayer nights in the prayer team yeah. is having at Vox. I mean, what amazing opportunity yeah. that you have in that position. I mean, that's that's Great. just yeah. Do I have just, time to tell you one more? Yeah, yeah Go ahead. We're also
1: seeing um, favor in the cities we're going in. And it's a direct, I know it's a direct result. Every, every Thursday morning we meet as a staff and we hit specific needs. We pray for cities we're mm-hmm. going into. We pray for the needs in our staff. We pray and we're seeing like favor breakthrough. Mm-hmm. That's an answer to prayer. Yeah. And I'm, I get, I get to do it, but honestly, our prayer teams do the heavy lifting. Yeah. They're the, they're the heroes.
0: That's, that's, awesome. that's awesome. To change directions a mm-hmm. little bit, you know being in the position that you are you are the leader so where do you want your prayer team to go what is it that you see is next for your prayer team I know it's a it's a little bit of an oddball question because you know you want to be you want to be you know this is what we do but you know as we expand and as we begin to grow what, what is your hope for your team as a whole
1: it's great, and I've actually been working in every campus. We have what we call campus prayer coordinator, volunteer who's just on the ground there. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see our prayer teams teams grow in number, yeah, because I I think we get um, I think there's more for us. There's more there's more more people who need to come up on Sundays and receive prayer. So I want to see our teams grow.
0: And Uh, and not to interrupt you, but how would someone get involved in that? I mean, if you wanted to work with the prayer team, if you feel, you know, you've been called to be on the prayer team, how would you get involved?
1: So go to your campus pastor, have a chat. Mm -hmm. Like I said, somebody needs to know you. It's awesome. If you're serving in another area, Mm -hmm. Um, they'll connect you with the campus prayer coordinator. You will come to a training yeah. you fill out an application okay. it goes before actually the campus pastor and the campus elder it's not it's not a free for all because we do consider it a real privilege and, and trust me bring. I'm
0: sure everyone here that's listening it yeah. appreciates that there is yeah. that kind of process yeah. so we have a couple minutes left and okay. I just wanted to ask you this question because I believe you work directly with Justin the most out of anyone mm-hmm. at Vox so one of the questions that uh, we got when we kind of announced that you were coming is, you know, what is it like to work with, you know, someone with with vision, uh, you know, that supersedes, you know, I mean, he has talking with Justin. He has a vision for New England that is so amazing and it's mm-hmm. so direct. I mean, what is it like to work with someone that's on fire and so passionate about changing and reaching the lives yeah. of New England?
1: question you're really smart no wonder you're in charge right? <laughs> i don't
0: um, i'm still i don't know if i'm totally yeah. in charge
1: um honestly when i came on about four and a half years ago we yeah. started this as a trial i'm 57 years young
0: yeah, and, uh, yeah there you and, go um, i was gonna say 30 but whoa, yeah. Whoa, 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 you schmoozer, you know? yeah and
1: you know i was concerned can i keep up with the pace and sometimes honestly legitimately i can't yeah um i can say that he uh Justin is the real deal. Yeah. He's not a perfect guy. Yeah. He's, he is a visionary and, mm-hmm. and moving at a fast pace. But I, I have, like Joe and I have known the Kendricks probably for a dozen years. Mm-hmm. And then little by little have, have grown closer to them. I can say that um, my life is closer to Jesus. Yeah. I can say that, um, it ke- and I mean, I mean, it's cliche, but it keeps me on my toes. It keeps me wanting to grow. Yeah. You know, you can get older and kind of settle and yeah. think I've learned it all i'm just scratching the surface i'm Ah. just getting started um you know he's he's very kind to me we have a lot of laughs um he's a man of integrity Mm -hmm. and and he's got a great humility and a great love for jesus he's not always right but he's a great yeah (laughs) Yeah, he admits that when he is so um you know again no none of our leadership is perfect but Mm -hmm. it's it's an and I'm being legit here, it's an honor, it's a privilege to be able to just work alongside yeah. Um
0: it's it's so that awesome yeah it's so awesome to hear you say that so my last question for you uh is along the same lines what is one thing that we don't know or maybe a funny story you know about about Justin because everyone kind of wants to hear these funny Are stories me? yeah I mean I know you probably have a couple of them but you know what is something and it doesn't have to be funny, but what is something you know that you've learned working with Justin about him or his character that you know you just want to share with people
1: um that he This as driven Mm -hmm. in a good way and as visionary as he is um, we have a lot of laughs he doesn't take himself overly seriously Mm -hmm. you know a lot of time cracking up kind of making fun of each other and being able to laugh um, was like a real pleasant surprise because you see him and you're almost like wow this guy is you know so serious and so you know pointed towards vision yeah. and he is he's he's got a, a mandate from god with this team for this region um but he's got an incredible sense of humor yeah. and i appreciate that because i kind of like to be a little silly and laugh at times too yeah
0: well absolutely it's good to know because again just like what you said if if you say go to a campus and you don't necessarily see the ins and outs of yeah. new haven of him walking yeah. around and talking with people you might not know that side of him, and yeah. you know i feel especially you know, in your position, it's, you know, you want people to know the side of Justin that it's, it's not, you know, it's not all business. And I hope this podcast has brought a little bit, a little bit of his personality out, but you know, I totally appreciate that answer. And, you know, I appreciate you coming out today because, you know, prayer is such an important part of, of our world and in our culture. And, you know, if you guys have any questions, you know, is there a way to contact you or your team? Shoot me an email and
1: Silva at voxchurch.org or info at voxchurch about prayer. And they'll they'll get it to me. Um, it's been awesome to share. Thank you. Yeah. Just like we wanna, we wanna let people know. Come up for prayer. Yeah. Call, call the office for prayer. Yeah. Grab somebody in your campus and just get them to pray with you. Let awesome. them carry the burden with you. We're family.
0: Awesome. Well, I appreciate it, Nancy. Thank thanks, you so. Kurt. Yeah. You're thanks. awesome. Man. I appreciate fun. it. We'll see you guys next week.